I'm Jody Nisnik, and you're listening to So Much More. In John 16, 12, Jesus stated, There is so much more I want to tell you. He then pointed to the Spirit as the one who would come, who would further his teaching by bringing his word to life for us. So much more creates space for God to reveal his truth through his word. Today we are doing an imaginative prayer experience for our scripture meditation. Now, if you haven't done imaginative prayer before, I'm going to walk you through every step right here. You can also pause here, though, and go listen to the very first podcast where I walk you through exactly what it is and what you can expect from this process. You can also download the free Lectio Divina journal that I've created for you. There's a link in the show notes for that. Now, it doesn't unpack exactly what imaginative prayer is, but it is a great place for you to take notes on your process of scripture meditation. Now, if you're also following along in the Journey Bible Study, which goes through the life of Peter, today's meditation corresponds to Lesson 5. You can grab a copy of that. Uh, There's a link in the show notes, but you can also just listen to the podcast as it is, and you'll get plenty out of just meditating on God's Word. Now, today we are in John 13, verses 3 through 17. One of the reasons we're doing this particular passage as an imaginative prayer experience is because it is a very familiar passage. This is the last meal that Jesus shares with his disciples. This is where they are in the upper room together, and Jesus washes the disciples' feet. Now, my hope is that by doing this as an imaginative prayer experience, it'll help us to slow down and to really just allow the Spirit to help us notice things that perhaps we haven't noticed before. Well, let's go ahead and get started. To do that, I want to first invite you to prepare your heart and your mind and your body. And let's take a few deep in and out breaths. And as you breathe in, invite the Spirit to be with you to guide you and lead you and as you exhale imagine with that outward breath that you are placing in the Lord's hand anything that feels burdensome to you right now go ahead and take a few more deep breaths and let me pray for us oh Lord we invite you in to this space And we pray that by your spirit, you would help it become a sacred space. As we hear your word, as we imagine it unfolding before us, and we wonder what it would have been like to be there. Lord, would you draw our attention to what you want us to notice? And would you help us to have honest and real conversations with you about it? We ask that you would do all of this for your glory and for our good, and we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Now, the first time I read this passage for you, it's really just to help you know where the story's going. You can start to let it unfold in your imagination if you'd like, or you can just listen to the words. This is the first reading of John chapter 13, verses 3 through 17. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. And so he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, You have no part with me. Then Lord, Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, Those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, And that is why he said, not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you should also wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, You will be blessed if you do them. Now, as I read the passage for you a second time, let the scene really start to take shape in your imagination, noticing who is there, what it might look like, smell like, feel like. Try to engage all of your senses as you let this scene come to life in your imagination. So this now is a second reading of John 13 verses 3 through 17. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, 
took off his outer clothing and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with a towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord, Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, Those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Now, as I read the passage for you a third time, I want to invite you to imagine that you are experiencing it from Peter's perspective. And if for some reason you feel some resistance to that, you can also experience it just as a fly on the wall. But I would really like to encourage you to try and feel this and experience this from Peter's perspective, paying special attention to what you might notice or feel as you observe Jesus washing the feet, as you talk to him about this, and then take note of anything else that stands out to you. And then when we're done with the reading, I'll give you some space to have a conversation with Jesus about whatever has been stirred up in your heart. So this is a third reading of John 13, verses 3 through 17. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. 
So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with a towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord, Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, Those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said, Not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one Who sent him? Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Now I want to invite you just to remain in the scene that your imagination has created and have a conversation with Jesus about what you noticed and what you're feeling right now. Make it personal to you and your life right now. And if you feel comfortable, give him some space to speak back to you or just sit in his presence. And I'll give you a few moments to do that. And then I'll let you know when we're going to close that conversation with him.
Go ahead and finish your conversation with the Lord. Thank him for the time that you've had with him and leave the scene from your imagination. Now, before you close your time of prayer, just take a moment to let God's love and grace and mercy wash over you. Sitting and knowing that He deeply loves you and that He has created you and that He would get down on one knee the God of the universe to do the humble act of washing your feet so just sit for a moment feeling God's love for you Lord, it's hard to imagine you doing something so almost demeaning for us to wash the dirt off of us. And that's exactly what you've done. And Lord, I pray that whatever it is that you helped us notice in this scene, would you help us to just cherish that noticing Lord would you help us to carry it with us as we move through today and this week and Lord would you help us to remember how deeply loved we are that you the God of the universe would not only wash our feet but that you would die for us and so Lord thank you thank you for what you have done We pray all of this in the name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Now, as always, before I close our imaginative prayer experience, I want to give one quick word of caution. I invited you to let Jesus speak back to you. By the power of the Spirit, I do hope you heard his voice. But I want to remind you that Jesus' voice will sound like love, and Jesus will never contradict his word. So even if you felt an invitation to change something or do something different, perhaps it felt like a conviction, his voice should have still felt full of love and invitation and not condemnation. And I also want to encourage you, if you had kind of an interesting experience with the Lord that felt different than normal to process that with a trusted Christian friend or a pastor so that you can start the process of discernment of what was really from him or perhaps just where your mind was going. Imaginative prayer can be a powerful experience because it does create some space for us to hear God's word, even a very familiar word, and then interact with him around it perhaps in a new way. So I hope it was a meaningful experience for you. 
I want to invite you to join me in listening to the companion podcast where I have a conversation with Pastor Scott McClellan. Scott is the Outreach and Strategic Alignment Pastor at Irving Bible Church, and he is also the author of Tell Me a Story, Finding God and Ourselves Through Narrative. I really appreciate how the Lord opened up this passage to Scott, and I do hope you'll give it a few minutes of your time to listen. I think it'll be encouraging to you. And as always, I want to thank you for joining me on So Much More because we do believe Jesus has so much more to say to us, and we are creating space to listen. Our world can feel chaotic and uncertain. But we don't have to live enslaved to fear. Christ has promised me and you his peace and throughout scripture has provided powerful tools and practical steps to help us experience greater freedom. I'm Jennifer Slattery, lead host of the Faith Over Fear podcast, inviting you to join me and my team as together we learn how to starve our fears and feed our faith. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com or wherever you access podcast content.